Appreciate you coming back on the show. Tracy, we got a lot to talk about. And of course, one of those topics is going to be about uh, COVID-19. And you say that you have uh, found some interesting information. Before we get going, why don't you tell folks a little bit about yourself and why you started investigating this stuff? Well, I am an author for over, I guess, around eight years now. I've been an author. And um, I'm also a researcher. And that's pretty much been my whole life and I investigate into subjects like this because um, oftentimes we find that there's a sinister agenda behind things and obviously on the COVID thing a lot of people are waking up to this but there is a sinister agenda behind these things and so if that's correct we should be able to expose that by bringing forth uh, information and giving it to the people. Now, the thing with this is the far left, and by the far left, I mean the elites that own Google and YouTube and other uh, mainstream media outlets, will automatically um, categorize this as disinformation, and they'll even try to spread their own disinformation with their fake fact checks and their fake Snopes, mm -hmm. which is pretty much disinformation and if you've been on Facebook long enough you you're probably already aware of this oh, yeah, yeah I, in fact uh, Tracy I don't know if you know I actually got off of Facebook and most most social media I don't want anybody in charge of me banning me I'm not gonna I banned myself so they wouldn't have the pleasure of doing that and that's uh, really I think uh, uh, there's some other folks that have done that uh, as well right yeah, a lot of people are moving away from Facebook. Unfortunately, I have too many um, links on Facebook to my books and mm -hmm. to other things, so I'm kind of going to ride this ship until it sinks. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in fact, uh, there's a lot of people that get banned, and then they come back, and I always wonder why, because then I was wondering what they have to say but it is interesting to find out what triggers the controllers what verbiage because I, I would imagine that it starts off with an algorithm is searching for uh, a number of words uh, maybe perhaps in a sentence that trigger perhaps a human source to take a look at that I think it starts out with AI but then it, it moves it moves to somebody can actually look at what you're saying because they're, they're looking for that information that's correct, and out of all the shows, because I've watched several of your shows, they're very entertaining, and you know that's props to you, but I've watched several of your shows, and of, out of all the shows you've done, I'm going to take a stab or a guess at this and say that this is probably going to be your most likely show that's going to set off these algorithms. All right. I'll do my, <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Now, Daniel, before we go any further, is there any way, because I'm not really familiar with Skype, I do most of my interviews through Google hookups, Yeah. is there, in, is there any way that uh, I can bring up uh, the uh, visual so I can actually see you? Hmm. When the time comes, and so here we go, then back to the show. All right, so now... Well, let's get let's get going. Um, in fact, we got to let's just start with this question that's coming in for you, Tracy. Azura wants to know: Was COVID a plan to just stimulate trillions of dollars to the economy to make it possible for black budget shortfalls? Um, no, not totally. Not according to my research. Um, COVID starts 
the plan behind COVID is uh, understanding what Event 201 means. And Event 201 was um, planned out, and it starts with the John Hopkins Center for Health Security in partnership with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And it was... Um, it's a high-level pandemic exercise that uh, actually occurred on October 18th, 2019 out of New York City. And Event 201 simulates an outbreak of a novel zoonic coronavirus that is transmitted from bats to pigs and then to people that eventually becomes an efficiently transmittable from person to person leading to a severe Pandemic. Now, mind you, this was months before anybody knew anything about COVID-19, and this was funded by uh, the Bill Gates Foundation primarily, and uh, he was the one pushing this event. And this was a scenario that was planned in October of 2019. So, if that doesn't if that doesn't say agenda, I don't know what does. I mean, this. Is something they knew would happen ahead of time. They were planning something. So my point being that it was never about the COVID-19 because that's just a form of the flu. And if you look up the statistics behind it, and I, I believe, don't quote me on this because I don't know for sure, but I believe I found it at the Real Health Organization. But if you look at the statistics, starting at 2015 and then going to 16, 17, 18, and 19, there's not any significant change in worldwide deaths. So the the difference is that when you get to 2020, um, all of a sudden the flu drops, cancer drops, everything else drops, mm -hmm. and COVID rises right. to the same extent. So what we have is all these deaths suddenly being categorized as COVID, which is the facts show is no more dangerous than the regular flu. Right, if you stubbed your toe, COVID. All right, let's get to another question. Um, what is the estimated cost individually to each American in the future tax agenda? Now, this is kind of going off script here on, on tax things, but a lot, the, the COVID, instead of that question, let's go with this question. The political, the, the, the idea that COVID even exists, it just seems to be a political weapon to get, to change everything every tradition, every every expectation, jobs, finances, everything is being changed by this COVID issue. Uh, is that isn't that right? That is correct. And the truth is that the true agenda behind COVID is much more sinister than that. And uh, that's just what I stated uh, when I sent you, you know, my biography. Mm -hmm. That that's what I stated in there. That uh, it's mind blowing, and it's it's maybe more than a lot of people want to grab onto. But the true agenda behind COVID is genocide. Mm. Now, there's all kinds of stuff still going on. This thing, uh, it's it is hard to get accurate information, information that we can trust. But it, it's because it's all over the place. Basic, basic. Here's a couple of basic little tidbits. Some people that are getting the vaccine are getting COVID. Some people getting it are, 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 are having crippling diseases or death. Uh, some people get it, nothing happens. I mean, everything everything that could be imagined is, is happening with it. So there, which one of those is, is the ba would you say is the basic standard of, of effect of this whole COVID situation? 
Well, when you're talking about COVID, this um, this vaccine isn't truly what you could even categorize as a vaccine per se, because a vaccine has to have some trace amounts of the original virus, either dead or alive, in it so that your body builds immunity towards that virus. And in the case of the Pfizer vaccine, and I believe the Moderna as well, there's no trace of the original virus in there. What there is, is what we would call recumbent DNA or a program code that goes in and literally splices into your own DNA and starts rewriting code. Mm, wow. You know, and here's the thing, Tracy. I don't want no damn mad scientist rewriting my rewriting my code because my, my cowboy code, I mean, I, I want to re- remain a cowboy, and I got a feeling they start messing with my code. Who knows what I turn out? I might be a, turn out to be a Biden supporter. I don't want I don't want that kind of terror happening to me, transformation. You know, my primary concern is you, too, because you're an awesome cowboy, and I don't want you turning out to be some kind of boy George or something. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, nobody wants to no, – stay away from my DNA is what I'm saying. But there's, Yeah, there's, exactly. Now, now they're saying, oh, there's going to be herd immunity, herd immunity by April. I mean, there's there's no truth in any of this. It really just seems whatever they need to say, whatever agenda they need for a particular day, is what they're going to assign the COVID lecture to. Right. Basically, um, like I said, you know, when you interviewed me before, it's it's a fear tactic. The bottom line is fear. Scare the people into um, taking the vaccine. It was never mm-hmm. about COVID per se. Mm-hmm. COVID is um, almost 100% survivable by those that are age one to 25. Mm-hmm. 99.98% survivable from ages 26 to like 65. And then it only drops slightly over that age. So this is no more dangerous than the regular flu. So mm-hmm. it was never really about COVID. What it, the intent was and from the beginning was an excuse for Bill Gates to get a vaccine, to get you to take this Mm -hmm. vaccine. Mm -hmm. And if you um, know anything about Bill Gates, you know that his one of his primary goals is population control. Yep. I'll tell you what, man, this cowboy here ain't never going to trade his spurs in for a tutu. So they might as well forget that. All right. We got this question coming in for you. PGLF 1982 says, Tracy, was the virus created by humans or off-world? No, it it wasn't created uh, totally by humans. It did originally, um, it was a virus that was known to um, exist in bats. Mm. What did happen was in a lab in Wahoon, China, they were working on how to transfer this virus or uh, work on... um, different scenarios where they could make this virus um, transfer to humans. And their intent originally was for this virus to be a lot more lethal than it ended up being. So on their part, it was a total failure because they did accomplish um, the virus being able to be transferred from bats to humans. That was, uh, you know, their goal was accomplished there. But -hmm. what they didn't accomplish is the lethality of the virus. And Mm -hmm. it turns out to be pretty much... Um, not nearly as lethal as they were hoping for because they wanted to really create the fear factor here and a lot of people now realize that this virus isn't very lethal no it's not very lethal hey by the way i i heard the uh, the country of india has a uh, uh a um, a method to to get uh, the vaccine in through a nasal spray 
And I'm thinking, boy, that's that's better than a, better than a shot in the arm or some some DNA changing uh, stuff from Frankenstein's laboratory. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, as you know, the um, primary test that they do for COVID is that swab that they stick that seems like it'll go through the back of your head. Yeah, <laughs> looks like six feet long. Right. Anyway, yeah, they do that swab, and there was a lady on YouTube and. I can't I can't recall her name off the top of my head, but she um and and you know how YouTube is. I don't even know if the video is still up, but try bit shoot. Yeah. But anyway, she um she showed under a very powerful microscope a, a normal cotton swab as compared to the swab that's used in the COVID test. And what blew my mind was when she um, showed the swab that's used in the COVID test under this microscope, not only was it not the same color, the cotton swab obviously that you would use on ears is white, and the COVID swab was a metallic silver color. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the weird thing that blew my mind was under the microscope, the COVID swab was actually the little uh, threads coming off of it were actually moving back and forth, which is a strong indication of nanotechnology mm. or whatever they're inserting into you to oh. say that's a test for COVID is actually inserting bits of uh, nanotechnology into your body. Oh, well, I don't don't like that there. All right, got another question for you. Uh, who is behind the genocide you mentioned? And Tracy, is this anything to do with that stupid uh, Georgia Guidestones down there? It does have a, a direct link to that, and um, and yeah, who's behind the genocide? Well, if you want to know who's behind it and go all the way back to the uh, primary sources, you would you'd go back to the Bilderbergs and the Rockefellers, the guys, the people that own the banking systems of the world. Mm -hmm. But if you want to know out from there who the primary pawns are that are um, pushing this, even though this may it may, you know, not come across so well to some people because some people consider Elon Musk a good guy. But mm -hmm. the two primary I pushers him of this are Elon Musk and Bill Gates, and and they're more known than the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds, as far as anybody knows. Elon Musk and Bill Gates are two of the richest people in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and here's the other thing, Bill Gates. Uh, made me suffer through Windows 3.1, Windows 95, Windows Millennium 2000, XP. He owes me a lot of money, so I don't really want to hear anything about population control or vaccines come from, from from that numbskull, okay? If he can't build an operating system that worked and he took everybody's money for that, I don't want to hear... What, what makes him a doctor? Who, when did he well, become a doctor? I don't get it. Yeah, that's exactly the point. You see, this is what Bill Gates and Elon Musk have in common. You know, they both went from, in Bill Gates' case, computer programming through Microsoft. In Elon Musk's case, rocket technology. And then both of these guys leaped into the medical system. Or in Bill Gates' case, vaccines. And in Elon Musk's case, Neuralink. But they both moved from... Um, computer type technology or rocket technology into things that affect humans directly and this is what the bible calls 
iron mixing in with miry clay. And if you read Daniel 2.43, it says, And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, mm -hmm. they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even right. as iron doesn't mix with miry clay. Now, the thing is, what we're seeing here is AI technology mixing with mankind. And in both cases, with Bill Gates and Elon Musk, you have evidence of this. Okay, now that's a question I have. I've, I've, po I've posited it to others. I want to, want to ask you about it. Um, the Bible talks about the mark of the beast, that anyone who takes that mark, you know, his name's going to be taken out of the book of life. Um, is the DNA marker of the human, is that a get into heaven uh, uh, pass, so to speak, a, a clearance? So maybe maybe a better word to get in in the heaven if your DNA is perfectly human and if it is not say has been altered or mutated by some freaking Frankenstein government or psycho doctor down there in the COVID vaccine changing your DNA is that a stopper is that when you get to the gates and they say you're not even human get the the hell out of here get the self down to the hell where the demons belong and is that is that could that be a possible checkpoint well, I'll never claim to be the know-all be-all of everything, and that's a deep question, but there's strong indication that yes, that's the case, because in the ancient days of Noah, when the sons of God mixed their DNA with the daughters of men, and they became Nephilim, the Nephilim mm -hmm. could not you know, accept Jesus. They were, they were considered you know, abominations on the earth, and they were that mixture of DNA. So there is a strong indication that if your DNA is removed from the image of God, because we were created in the image of God, and if it is so far removed from that, there is strong biblical indication that yes, that that, that could be true. But I'm not going to draw the line there and say that I know everything. I don't. That's not a fact. That's right. just what the information indicates. Mm -hmm. um, question says: uh, Was all this COVID just a political ploy to get Trump out and change agendas? That's a good question. Now, um, the COVID is definitely brought on by the sinister elite, and and there is a high-level chess game going on behind the scenes between Trump and these elite. Mm -hmm. And so it could be a move by the elite to try to get Trump out of there. But I also have information that indicates that the game's not over and that maybe towards the end of this month or the beginning of next month, um, that we will see a change or uh, a shift in the power uh, controlling the government. Now, I'm not saying this is fact. This is just basically, you could call it even conspiracy theory based on a lot of things I've read online, based on the QAnon movement and all this other stuff. But um, there is indication that there's a battle going on behind the scenes right now between the elites that want to rule the earth and the people that want to keep America the way it was based on our constitution. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So since you opened that can of worms, I'm, I'm always one to just jump right in with, <laughs> to, okay. to, to, mag, to magnify something and make it worse than it ever could possibly be. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so somebody, I, I was sent a video and the video has, to, has to do with this, this, this scenario. Okay. Suppose Donald Trump runs for Congress. He gets into Congress, and let's just say there's an anticipation that Republicans are going to win the Congress, the House of Representatives back. 
Okay, and so he runs for House Representative and he gets it. Now let's just say that the Republicans do manage. Look, at, they've got a whole lot of seats. The the impetus, the thrust, the drive is on the Republican side in the midterms to take the House. So now Trump is in the House. Republicans take over. He's immediately made the Speaker of the House. The, the, the House of Representatives then impeach Biden and uh, Scary Harris. Then, once they're impeached, then it goes to the Senate, which the Republicans already control, and they'll win that because Harris is out. She can't vote now. Then the next in line to be president would be the Speaker of the House, Donald Trump. And then he rules for two years, but that does qualify as a, as a four-year. So that means he gets to run again for another four years. We could have 10 years of Donald Trump. What do you say to that, Tracy? <laughs> well, that's certainly optimistic. <laughs> um, I would say, um, based on the information I have, that, okay, they, didn't, they weren't able to impeach Trump, and so that obviously means he could be a candidate for the next election. But according to the intel I have, that since Biden was never um, was never legitimately elected because it was all fraudulent through the the voter fraud and everything else that happened, that they don't recognize him as the actual president of the United States. And you could say, well, where's the evidence for this? Well, there actually is pretty good evidence for this, and and one of the uh, pieces of evidence is the fact that when you watch a clip of Biden by walking by the troops, and I believe that was shown on YouTube, um, all the troops turn their back to him. They don't acknowledge him. Wow. And not only that, but all presidents that were elected in the history before since we've had air technology were flown in by Air Force One. Well, Biden took a private jet in. He wasn't acknowledged or flown in by Air Force One, but Trump was flown out by Air Force One. So mm -hmm. what we have, in my opinion, is a battle going on behind the scenes. What I understand is that Biden has control of several uh, different outlets, but Trump has control of the military through General Flynn mm -hmm. and that um, – that there's this battle going on behind the scenes. And from what I understand, it's not just for America, but it's going on worldwide. And there have already been several arrests made for prominent figures throughout the world. And and this, you know, I can't say 100% that this is true. It's just some of the intel that I have coming in, and all I can do is share it with you. And yeah. so that's what I'm doing. Well, that's all you but do. in China... Um, their government has become increasingly oppressive, and from what I've heard, they, uh, some of the officials in Taiwan made agreements with the U.S. government and, to go into China and, um, and stifle the uh, communist um, regime that's there, and a lot of the uh, troops in China, which are overwhelming in, in amount, I mean, they have millions mm -hmm. of troops there, yeah. are standing down because they're they sick and tired like. of being oppressed, mm -hmm. and they're allowing this to happen. Mm -hmm. So this is just some of the intel I have coming in, and, it, and supposedly it's from some of the top sources out there. But like I said, take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm just sharing with you what's been passed down to me. And I can't verify it 100%. 
I can say that it does seem to line up with other things that I've seen and right. heard. Right. Uh, the book, uh, The Matrix Code and the Alien Agenda, We the, the, the question was just asked a minute, minute ago, what, is there an off-world connection? Are you, In that book, do you make a connection of off-world? In that book, yeah, there's an off-world connection. I mean, if you would consider... I would have to say define off-world because, yeah, there's an, like an outer space connection. These uh, There are um, black-budget uh, space programs going on in the U.S. that are off-world. There's uh, bases on Mars. There's bases on the moon. You know, and a lot of people don't know about that. But when you start getting out of our solar system, you're talking a whole other category there. And that is uh, something that is – if somebody would tell you – that there's bases or even that they could verify life out of our solar system they're lying to you all right on our newsmaker line we have uh, tracy Yates, and we're talking about covid and the matrix and alien agenda and various other things if you have a question for tracy put it in either the live chat on the youtube channel or on our website both are playing the same video and have the same chats going all right let's get to this question here this is from uh the bear who also does our bear report uh does covid have anything to do with the great reset agenda yeah it has everything to do with that because what covid one of the main things uh behind covid one of their main objectives is to crash the monetary system and force everybody into a type of a digital system where they can track everything that you do and so the yeah it definitely um does have something to do with that in the sense that once they crash the system they can impose this um I would say it would start with a credit card. Everybody has a credit card, and they can't buy, sell, or trade unless they use their credit card. Well, credit cards can get stolen. Mm -hmm. So what does that lead to next? It leads to a chip or a mark in your right hand or forehead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, again, that goes back to this sort of great reset that they're trying to do. It it, it seems like everything they're doing is is an attempt to crash the system, let millions of illegal people infected with COVID come over across the southern border, uh, get everybody fired from their energy jobs. I mean, look what they did in Texas. You know, they uh, day one, Biden gave access to our energy grid to China. And, and Tracy, as far as I know, I don't believe the United States got, has access to China's grid. How is that even a thing unless somebody is just trying to get uh, open and open the door, see what kind of rat? I mean, what if this is year of the rat? Okay, and it seemed like every year is a year of the rat over there in China. But uh, <clears throat> and then you got Ming Bong Ding and all them people over there. All right, here's a question from Australian Ben, who's another a previous guest. It says tribalism compels the majority of people to go along with the crowd, even in the worst scenarios. Of course, and then he points out. Uh, the Jews knew the trains were death rides and they still went. And I mean, I've, I've seen an awful lot of pictures from Nazi Germany where the Jews vastly outnumbered the the German soldiers. They could have overran them easily, but they never did. They were obedient people and they went on the trains and they, it seemed like Americans are, are, are near that way as well. Like no matter what, I mean, you would think Texas, the, the most energy laden state in the union run out of energy i mean how can that even be i mean that's that's where we are here so i mean everything's upside down now what do you think about that 
Well, it can be in Texas because Texas was dumb enough to buy into the pure energy concept where they started putting, uh, taking most of their energy out of fossil fuels and into windmills. So when you have all of a sudden a, a freeze that comes upon the state and all their energy is based on windmills and these windmills freeze up, what do you get? You know, I mean, so that's kind of explains Texas away, you know, and and you know that's just one of those things that um you know that yeah i i believe that it's headed uh you know it's headed towards <laughs> bill gates wants to put excuse me bill gates is one of the people that um pushes the the uh farts from cows you know and that people and animals are responsible for the carbon yeah, imprint his, his his latest insane rant is he wants everybody eating synthetic meat. I'm not going right. to eat synthetic meat. I don't know what the hell's in there. You know, that's another thing from the Igor freaking Frankenstein laboratory somewhere in some deep, dark, dank government underground laboratory with a bunch of freaks running around in there, Chinese spies and everybody else trying to poison us. So <clears throat> I'm not eating synthetic meat. I don't know what's in there, but I'm not doing it. No, I agree with you, you know. I mean, um, especially... When you consider that Bill Gates recently purchased, uh, what was it, 244,000 acres of agricultural land, and so he's going to be, you know, he's this makes him the biggest single contributor towards um, anything agricultural that's going out from this point forward. So whatever, uh, you know. Um, an auction that he wants to put into these meats or this, these agricultural products is entirely up to him, and they're not going to tell you and I about it. Mm-hmm. All right, we have to find out on our own, man. We have to run shows like this and get guests like you on programs to get this information out. Okay, <clears throat> uh, do you think that this new vaccine, the new vaccine passports, will be made uh, to be used for travel in the in the U.S.? It seems like more and more. Uh, stipulations are being predicated upon whether or not somebody has the vaccine. Um, is that going to be is that going to be like a, a, a passport uh, credential that you must have if you're going to go do anything? Yeah, according to my studies, it will be a prerequisite towards uh, getting a passport. I mean, they've already made that obvious. It, it mm-hmm. yeah, it will be a prerequisite. Even uh, some major airlines have already stated that that they're, they're not going to fly anybody international unless they can um, submit papers that prove that they've had the COVID uh, vaccine, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's definitely in the works. And and that's a scary thought. Mm-hmm. Once you realize, you know, what's in this vaccine, what this vaccine can do. I mean, I have a, I have a video clip from a... a doctor it's an audio clip and i don't know if it would come through on your uh, audio here if i played it but it's really short and she's just uh stating uh basically the agenda behind this uh what's in this vaccine and what it leads to within a few seconds it's it's actually a 25 minute video clip but i just took a few seconds out of that mm-hmm. so i could maybe share it with your we'll audience give, we'll give it a go i mean if you're playing something it should come across Give it a go. Okay, I'm going to give it a try. Give me a second here. All right, All right here, here we go. Let's see if you guys can hear this. No, it's not coming through.
we'll have to wait till this plays here and then see if we can get it here. Did you get any of that? Uh, no, it didn't come through, Tracy. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, her name is Dr. Carrie Mage, M-A-D-E-G, mm -hmm. Dr. Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, M-A-D-E-G. And you can find her on awakeningchannel.com, mm -hmm. and she comes out with some amazing intel providing the agenda behind the COVID uh, vaccine, what it actually is. She studied this stuff for over 20 years, and she's a real doctor, so mm -hmm. they banned her on YouTube. She can't, you know... Um, put her content there anymore but she does have other platforms so mm -hmm. if your audience is willing you know if anybody has a pen and they want to write it down it's awakeningchannel.com and her name is Dr. Carrie M-A-D-E-G Mage okay <clears throat> well I'll definitely look her up see if we get her on the show man uh, we got this question from uh, Canada it says uh, uh, Tracy can the vaccine genetically modify human family bloodlines can it be controlled or modified with 5g signals now the 5g signals as far as my studies are concerned are it's a that's a sinister agenda it doesn't necessarily connect to the uh, covid vaccine but what it does do is it um, 5G is harmful and I we went over this uh, to some extent in the last show we did mm -hmm. but 5G is a frequency that's used as a military weapon by the actual US military and by the Pentagon and they use it for crowd disbursement because it heats up your skin and it causes you people to be confused and it's it, they get the heck out of there in, in other words but 5G is harmful to the extent that it will cause cancers, tumors, and other things to happen. And people are going to, I believe, uh, make the connection there, and the government knows that. And therefore, 5G is not the goal. The goal is 6G, which they have scheduled for 2030, is also part of Elon Musk's Neuralink and, and Agenda 2030. So 5G is sinister by design. So that people will cry out and demand something else, that something else being 6G, which is not so harmful in frequency to your cells in your body, but is much more sinister in the agenda behind it. Hmm. Well, for one thing, that Elon Musk he looks like a freak. So I don't trust him on that on that point alone. Um, I don't think he's, I don't think he's from around these parts. Uh, the other thing is, uh, like I said about Bill Gates, he's got no damn business even in the health industry. He can't even run a computer business. I mean, the guy, I mean, look at him, a scrawny looking dude. What, what's he know about anything? And if he wants to eat synthetic food, he can, more power to him. He can just eat some, uh, 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 what's that, almost butter type thing that, you know, that's real. Margarine. <laughs> yeah, he can eat synthetic food. You know, he can eat, eat uh, you know, GMOs, whatever he wants to do, you know, so just, just stay, stay the hell away from my table, what I'm saying. Right. All right, Azura says, Tracy, could all this financial stimulation be the be an ultimate ploy for the United States to default on their loans to the Chinese? No, the uh, in my opinion, the financial stimulation is just to um, boost up inflation and crash the system so that they can go to a digital system. 
which will allow them to do what we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier, track you, trace you, at your every interaction. Because, you know, you can't keep putting stimulus checks out there that aren't backed by anything solid. They're not backed by gold. They're not backed by anything, as a matter of fact. And once you keep doing that over and over again, uh, eventually the system's going to crash. Excuse me. This, this digital currency. <coughs> now, now, <coughs> excuse me. You got cooties 19? Hey, man, uh, this, digital, this digital currency. Now, I'm just wondering. Who's going to write the code and be in control of that information? Well, that wouldn't be none other than Microsoft, would it? It very well could be. You know, I don't, I don't know who exactly is going to, uh, you know, is behind the. Well, I do. I the the elites, the uh, Bilderbergs, the Rockefellers, they're behind this. This is part of their agenda, and um, what they desire, because they you got to consider they already control all money they control the world's banking systems and it wasn't enough for them they got to have all power and until they attain all power they won't be satisfied this is a satanic um agenda that consumes them that they're completely consumed by mm -hmm. and they'll do anything to attain that agenda and that's what people need to understand when you when you investigate into um any of these elites you'll see that they attend satanic uh, rituals every year. One of the annual rituals mm -hmm. is the Bohemian Grove ritual, which right. anybody can look up. And uh, and they offer sacrifices to this burning owl in front of them. Moloch? Yeah, exactly, Molech. And, um, and a lot of people think, well, they're just, you know, um, playing out a ritual. Other people think they're actually sacrificing children, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were. I don't think anything's been proven to this point. But the bottom line being is not only are they gathering information through satanic rituals and seances um, through fallen angels, but this shows that their their lord literally is Satan, and they're consumed by Satan's agenda, and Satan's agenda is to... <laughs> overthrow the Lord and and um, get power over mankind be what he he's always wanted to replace Jesus as the head of the capstone or the mm -hmm. top um, shape if you want to the New Jerusalem is in the shape of a pyramid okay and the capstone of that pyramid according to the Bible is Jesus he's the head of the church or the capstone of the New Jerusalem well in the beginning Satan when he rebelled he said that I want to sit he said that I want to exalt my throne above the stars of God. That's the angels. I also want to sit on top of the mount of the congregation. The mount of the congregation is the church. Who sits on top of the church? Who's the head of the church? Jesus. Hmm. <clears throat> Let me ask something. Uh, the creator of the, the uh, D-Wave quantum computer said that when you listen to it, uh, it, it sounds like it has a heartbeat and that the, the alien gods reside within the D-Wave quantum computer itself. Now, that doesn't sound like somebody that's super smart would say something like that, but I'm just wondering, talking about this Bill Gates Skeletor looking freak with his bug-eyed glasses and, the, and that, a scrawny looking dude, you know he wears mom jeans. Um, and he, you know he, he gets some kind of weird latte for lunch. What? Who knows what that guy does? Right. Eating synthetic meat and who knows what? Eating worms. But I'm just wondering, do you think that this guy and his company and other high tech companies have found a way to allow 
supernatural entities or entities from other dimensions to reside within the computer framework. Yeah, that's actually exactly what um, the D-Wave computer is. It 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 goes, it drops to, uh, it, it can't even function unless that it's at points below zero. And it does have a heartbeat type, uh, you know, uh, sensation when you when you listen to it, and it does it. It's um, connecting to an alternate dimension is actually that's what it's doing. It's going into the demonic realm and it's gathering information that they can get instantly because they don't have space time boundaries or restrictions like we have, and they can gather information and put it up front to us faster than even our best supercomputers and so literally what they've learned to do is access the demonic realm through d-wave computers and if you want to take this one step further we have cern the large hydrogen collider Mm -hmm. and what they're doing is they're literally trying to change um the um foundations of reality itself Mm mm-hmm uh, this change of the foundation of reality, that wouldn't have anything to do with the Mandela effect, would it? That's uh, really actually where the Mandela effect theory was derived from, you know, that they've had they've um, had success in this and that it's actually changed our paradigm to some extent and that that's where this Mandela effect comes from. I don't subscribe to that. What I do subscribe to is that CERN is open opening portholes through these uh, collisions with these nano, nanoparticles <laughs> to other dimensions that allow the, this demonic realm to enter into our dimension, and the effect of the demonic is going to grow more substantial the more CERN continues to do this. I'll tell you what, man. If, 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 if I'm around a portal... And some entity starts to come out through there. I'm going to cock some bitch, okay? I ain't dealing with it. <laughs> I mean, that's the way that's the way cowboys deal with it. I don't know. I don't even know if there's any cowboys left in Texas because all down there spinning wheel, windmills or not. But you know, the, the cowboys up here in Indiana, man, we're going to take care of business. All right. Um, Doreen wants to know. Says, says Tracy, will Jesus stop all this evil? He absolutely will. You know, what's going to happen? In the end, if you want to know the end game, and I believe it happens in 2030, according to my information, is that um, Elon Musk will achieve his Neuralink, which is he will uh, be able to get people to um, subscribe to his idea that that we if we can't beat AI, we need to join AI technology because otherwise AI is going to overtake the world and it's going to end up in a terminator like scenario so we got to join them which in turn allows people to accept this Neuralink, which is in my opinion the mark of the beast so and this is actually confirmed in revelations because the mark of the beast when you upload this Neuralink, what you're doing is you're connecting all the minds of humanity that accepts this uh Neuralink into the hive mind system which is the quantum beast computer which controls it all and then everybody has one mind with the central being the quantum beast computer and if you go to revelations it said being of one mind they give their power and authority unto the beast Mm -hmm. so it it is actually confirmed biblically and i believe that that this is elon's um 
his way of trying to allow humanity. He may have, you know, actually in his mind, this may be a good thing and he may think it's our way to uh, defeat the AI singularity. Mm -hmm. But what it will be is Satan's attempt to join mankind together as one in an attempt to defeat what mm -hmm. Jesus Christ has done in creation. Mm -hmm. And, the, and um, this is even on the Georgia Guidestones. If you look at Obviously, number one is to maintain humanity or the population of humanity under 500,000, which means there's a genocide that's going to happen because of this COVID uh, vaccination, which we haven't gone into yet. But if you go to uh, number three on the Georgia Guidestones, it's to unite humanity with a new living language or otherwise a psychic connection where humanity is united as one and as one they feel like they have all power and on earth they pretty much will have all power mm -hmm. and they feel like they have the ability to pretty much mm -hmm. dominate anything which makes them um um it gives them the bravery that they need to go ahead and confront jesus in the battle of armageddon where the bible says that he simply defeats them with the breath of his mouth and the breath of his mouth being um, spoken word in my opinion because the spoken word of God is what forms creation from the beginning of our creation and hopefully we have time to dive into that once we get beyond this COVID thing mm -hmm. then in Revelation didn't it also say that and, and power was given unto him to speak yeah yeah and, and it also says that he sets in the temple of God and in the position of God claiming that he is God. Well, if you remember what I said earlier, Jesus has the capstone position as the head of the church or the pyramid-shaped heavenly New Jerusalem. Well, if you look on the back of the dollar bill, what you will see as the capstone of the pyramid is the all-seeing eye of Horus. Well, Horus is just another name for Osiris. And if you do your research, Osiris literally means Lucifer. So what we have is Lucifer depicted on the back of every U.S. dollar bill as being all-seeing, hive mind, all-seeing, the all-seeing eye of Horus, sitting in the position of Jesus Christ. I will sit on top of the mount of the congregation, and he's, he takes that position in our current earth age. Is this – are you following me? Yeah. So, so what, we, what we have here is – the earthly depiction, as we discussed in our previous episode, of the heavenly New Jerusalem is the Great Pyramid of Giza. And the Great Pyramid of Giza has been missing the capstone for all recorded history. Now, the Bible says that we are the builders that rejected the capstone. So we, we rejected Jesus. Now, that capstone is missing. Now, in our current earth age, as a corruption of this, who tries to take the place and position himself as as the capstone it's lucifer and that's what you see depicted on the back of every dollar bill mm. I, was, I was gonna say joe biden but <laughs> just, <laughs> i was going I was, I was gonna say that just for fun uh tracy you sent me some youtube video links and they have to do with sound uh, one's the ocean one is the white noise there's three of them correct and that is actually um has to do with the fabric of reality itself and a lot of times once you set, you understand the fabric of reality mm -hmm. a lot of these other things will fall into place for you the problem being that um, 
this requires you to open your mind because we've been lied to from the beginning through public school systems, mm -hmm. through mainstream media, to believe a science and a history that has been incorrect all along. So, so, and, the, so I'm going to concentrate on the noise. So are you saying the noise is representative of what you may think is one thing is really another? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, the so, noise that you're talking about here... Mm -hmm. Now, if you if you um, look at the Word of God, it says that um, in the beginning, God divided the waters from the waters when uh, he created our current Earth Age. Now, what a lot of people don't know is the former Earth Age was destroyed by a universal flood. Universal. So this isn't like the flood of Noah. This is a universal flood, and it was destroyed by that. So in the beginning of our current Earth Age, the, the Bible says that God divided the waters above the firmament from the waters below the firmament. And a lot of people that don't understand the Bible try to say, oh, this firmament was a canopy above the earth in Noah's time that allowed things, you know, to be as they were in Noah's time. Well, or, you know, or even in Genesis time. And that's incorrect because what the Bible does say is that God set the stars and the moon and the sun in the firmament of the heavens. Mm -hmm. So if, and he says that the uh, waters were, above and below this firmament. So if they're above the firmament, that means they're above the stars, the sun, and the moon that are in that firmament, which we call outer space. Mm -hmm. That literally means that waters surround our universe, and that literally is mm -hmm. provable with um, science today. I mean, if you do studies, um, there's a, a doctor, um, I want to say he's a Japanese... Um, Scientist, and he does studies with the water connection. Yeah, exactly. That's him. And he does studies, and he uh, confirms the connection, the link between our thoughts and intentions and actual physical reality is literally water. Mm -hmm. If if we think negative thoughts towards water, they've done experiments and a lot of experiments, not just a few, mm -hmm. that show that that turns the water molecules into looking um, like sewer. You know, and if and if we think positive thoughts towards the same water molecules, they end up looking like snowflakes or beautiful formations. Yeah, I've, and this I've, I've, I've also shown seen a, I've also seen a video where it proves that water has memory, and they say that the memory of the entire planet is in the water. Uh, by the way, I so I I went ahead and I spliced those three videos together. They're about ten seconds each, so I guess we can listen to them and you can uh, comment on it when we're done. So there's going to be all three of them, and it's going to have a name of each one. Here we go. Tracy, what do we know about the, what about what about these three noises? What's going on there? Well, if the audience was listening, they'll notice that those three noises virtually they virtually sound almost identical. The thing is that when God said that there was water above the firmament, that's water that literally surrounds our universe. And the Bible says, and we can start in Ezekiel forty-three two, and behold, the glory of the God of the God of Israel was coming from the way of the east, and his voice was like the sound of many waters revelations 115 and his feet like unto fine brass as if they burn in a furnace and his voice as the sound of 
many waters. Now, the Bible says that God spoke creation into existence. So if you were to, um, if, you're, if you listen to the cosmic background, which was, I believe, the first uh, mm -hmm. sample you, you showed there, that sounds exactly like, you know, people are conditioned to believe whatever they want. But the sound we're hearing is the sound of rushing waters. What are we listening to? The cosmic background. In Hebrews, the Bible literally says, the worlds were framed by the word of God, God's spoken word. His word sounds like rushing waters. So what we're listening to there is literally by the biblical description, the voice of the Lord pronounced in our current universe, by the way, which has fallen into existence, our current holographic universe. So in the second video, I believe you're listening to um, the sound of Niagara Falls yeah. to compare it to the first video. And that verifies that the uh, cosmic background sounds exactly like rushing waters. In the third video, what we're listening to is the actual signal that we're getting from the cosmic background. Now, what we got to remember, if you're listening to a radio show, when you're tuned in, and God, God has created mankind to be able to tune into his reality, so we receive his signal and we perceive our reality in this holographic reality as the information coming in that forms what you and I see every day. But if you were to, to erase that into the default position, if, if you're listening to a radio and, it's, and you're tuned into it, you hear the uh, disc jockey at the other side of the radio. But if you turn the channel in the middle between two channels, what you hear is the static noise or mm -hmm. white noise. Now, if you listen to white noise on your TV set or the snow, it sounds exactly, and that's the third video you played, the third audio you played, like rushing waters because it's tuning into the cosmic background. Now, let's mm -hmm. take this further. If you look at an actual holographic plate, a still image of a holographic plate before the laser shined into it and before it creates the image that we see, the information looks exactly like TV snow. Exactly. And TV mm -hmm. snow, when your TV channel is not tuned in to the uh, correct um, frequency, what you're seeing is the scrambled holographic information that comes from the cosmic background. It sounds like rushing water. Now, that's, that should be pretty mind-blowing to a lot of people. Wow, interesting connection you made there. Now, I know you had a, a, a number of things you want to talk to, so uh, talk about, so why don't you uh, go in the direction that you, that you were hoping we would get to, Tracy? Well, that was kind of it. They also did a, um, they also did a project out of, uh, I believe it was Germany, and um, it's called the Millennial Run Project. And what they did is they mapped out the cosmic background. I'm scrolling through my notes here to okay, get to sure. where I actually uh, wrote that down. But they 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 took a supercomputer and over a month they mapped out the cosmic background. And and I sent you pictures of this. Mm -hmm. And um, if you compare the millennial simulation, which you got to keep in mind, it, it's not done through the same light spectrum that we see with our own eyes. It's done through um, other light spectrums, uh, primarily, I would assume, infrared. Mm -hmm. But over a month, they got back images of the cosmic background. And when you look at these images through the simulation um, project and 
you look at the same images of water over the ocean or any other large body of water taken from a significant height, over a thousand feet, it looks almost identical, other than the fact that the the Millennial uh, Project was taken through a different light spectrum. So it's going to look purple, and obviously water to us is going to look blue. But if you look at the pattern behind it, they're identical, showing that that what we're hearing, the sound of rushing water, is actually what we're seeing through a supercomputer that that diagnosed the uh, back the cosmic background and brought us forth these pictures after a month of uh, analyzing all this. And so to me, I mean, that's that goes beyond the benefit of a doubt. That's almost verifying, you know, the things I'm telling you. Is is the the vaccine in any way connected to the mark of the beast? Um, now, you, you have to understand that a lot of things have been said to be the mark of the beast. I remember when the RFID chip first came out, they said, there it is. You know, now vaccine comes out and they're saying, there it is. I mean, so people have a tendency to jump, you know, even the flu vaccine, when, it, when the, the one I guess they talk about every year, they said, that's it, you know, so, or they're saying, uh, you know, your, your, uh, your phone is the mark of the beast or 5G is the mark of the beast. So uh, you, you really got to kind of stop and, and not jump on that bandwagon too quick. But what, if it's not, what would you say would, what would the mark of the beast look like? Well, I don't believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I believe the vaccine is um, what it literally says it contains on the side of the Pfizer box that the vaccine comes in. It says it contains recumbent DNA. And if you study recumbent DNA, it splices into our own DNA and can literally change the program code or basically um, leads towards transhumanism, which is what uh, Bill Gates... Isn't it that CRISPR technology? Isn't that what that does? Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's what's in this, and 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 they've admitted that they can. It has nanotechnology in it that allows them from an outside source. It actually gives gives off a signal that allows them from an outside source to do a reprogram anytime they choose. And what I see this being is because you can't. Bill Gates and Elon Musk are part of the world's elite, and you can't automatically dismiss that their agenda would be so different from the agenda that's written out on the Georgia Guidestones, which is to reduce the population of the earth to a manageable 500 million. And, and I'm wondering so, why, I'm wondering why the people that built the Guidestones don't start with their self in the depopulation effort. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, obviously they, um, we need, we need some volunteers. Why not the people that built it? <laughs> well, the truth is, and this is a rabbit hole we won't have time to dive into, unfortunately. But the truth is, because they're not part of humanity, they are these uh, part of the Nephilim gene or the serpentine gene that was handed down. And so they could care less <coughs> what happens to you and I. And uh, the Queen Elizabeth is part of this, and there's other elites of the world that are part of this. But they're not purely human. I don't know if you could, you know make a statement to go so far as they're so far out of the human image that they would be unredeemable, but they're not purely human in the sense that they have so much Nephilim bloodline in them mm -hmm. that they could care less what happens to the rest of us. So their agenda is to reduce the population down to 500 million, and the 500 million that are left through this uh, recumbent DNA that's in this um, vaccine 
can actually be programmed to turn into human 2.0. In other words, uh, a more sophisticated form of human with human and AI technology merged together and more submissive to their will. So the yeah. people that are left on the planet will basically be worker bees for them. Mm. Well, see, well, see here, here's, here's the problem. I, I'm not going to submit. But I, but I can't tell you, I was thinking, though, because I'm always thinking about movies. <laughs> I don't know why. <clears throat> but what I just said a few minutes ago, why don't they depopulate their self? Reminds me of a scene in Tombstone with uh, Kurt Russell when the, the cowboys are shooting up a church wedding and they're getting ready to shoot shoot a Mexican guy who's getting married. And the Mexican guy says to Curly Bill, he says, you go to hell. And then Curly Bill, Curly Bill says, you first and then shoots him so i think they both ended up in hell really all right so here we got this question here it says uh is there anything uh, masonic behind this now just guidestones themselves seems like that's masonic yeah the guidestones are masonic the uh capstone on the back of the dollar bill that represents the eye of horus represents the eye of horus excuse me mm-hmm. is masonic and several of the images that you and I see every day, if you look at any magazine or a lot of things that you see on TV commercials, you're going to see these elite holding up their hands in the form of a triangle. And sometimes yeah. they even put the triangle over their right eye. Right. And that's all that's Masonic that. symbolism. What's that matter with them? They're always given these symbols. Speaking of symbolism, man, uh, uh, every Super Bowl halftime show is filled with satanic symbolism are they trying to cast a spell on america they are you know once once i mean and the spell is basically to get you to dive into this artificial reality which is actually a holographic and temporary reality which is what the bible describes it as we're Mm -hmm. here as reflections in a mirror as paul says like smoke here today and gone tomorrow the eternal reality is where we need to really invest ourselves and the only way to get there is through the saving grace of jesus christ and confessing and admitting we're sinners and that we've you know repent and and then you know confess your sins and and have faith in jesus and what he did for us on the cross if you are outside of that then your entire investment in this lifetime is literally this holographic reality that we live in that will pass away. And how it passes away, I already told you that our universe is surrounded by water. Well, this water was in place as a result of a rebellion of Lucifer that happened in the first Earth Age. Okay, And the Bible says in um, Jeremiah 4, 28, um, that that I clothe the heavens with blackness, I make sackcloth their covering. Okay, if you if you study water, not only does water contain more information than any other substance known to man, one t- tablespoon of water contains one terabyte of information, and they're doing studies now so that they can figure out how to put water into computer drives so that they can maximize computer drives, and this is the truth. But water also is beyond 3,000 feet it, it water or light cannot pe- penetrate water beyond 3,000 feet. So after 3,000 feet, water literally becomes a veil of darkness. And what this does is it protects our current reality from the glory of God. Now, God is light. The Bible says that in him is no darkness at all. The, the first age was created to be eternal. The next age to come will be restored to 
the previous age or to an eternally state. The difference is that our current re holographic reality cannot withstand this glory of God. It would burn it up. It would literally dissolve it. And that's what the Bible tells us. You know, when this age ends, he will roll back the heavens like a scroll. That's right. your hint. The Torah, God's spoken word that forms mm -hmm. our reality. He'll roll it back like a scroll and the heavens will dissolve. This is literally what the Bible says. And the first earth age and the next earth age will literally be lit by God's glory. There won't be this veil of darkness. Well, why do we have a veil of darkness, this water information? It's literally the word of God that forms our, our holographic reality. And I hope I didn't go off the deep end for some people, you know, for, oh, sure. too far. You can look at my book, The Bible Code Solved, because this is a lot of information for somebody to grasp onto, and I understand that. I'm throwing a lot out there, and it's deep stuff. But if you go on uh, Amazon and, and you get my book, The Bible Code Solved, it mm -hmm. explains every detail of how our reality works. And if yeah. you get the gap fact, mm -hmm. it explains how the first Earth Age was destroyed, how our current Earth Age came into being, and how the next age will be. And so it lays it all out for you in um, several ways that I don't have time to go into tonight, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, I actually have your book there, The Bible Code Solved. So, uh, simple question, are you saying there is a code in the Bible? Absolutely there is, and this code is the fabric behind what we call reality, and if you could take this holographic code and, and all of a sudden plunge it into 2D on paper, what you would get is what they call the Bible codes or the Torah codes. When they go through the Torah codes, they find all this information about our past, present, and future. Well, why they can see that when you put it in 2D is because this is actually the 3D holographic code that God used to speak our universe into reality. To take mm -hmm. that one step further, go to what they call somatics. Somatics is when they take the vibration of your vocal frequencies and they hook it to a plate with sand on it, okay? So mm -hmm. when they do that with the Hebrew language, and the Hebrew alphabet only has 22 letters, so keep that in mind. Okay. So when you take somebody that speaks the original Hebrew language and you hook a, their voice to somatics and, and everything they say is being formed literally through sand on this plate that vibrates at the frequency of their voice. Okay, every letter that they say in the Hebrew alphabet from 1 to letter 22 is literally formed in sand on that plate as long as they have Hebrew language and the original Hebrew accent, it can't be like you know Hebrew and you speak English mm -hmm. through an English accent. Right, right. It literally has to be the Hebrew accent. But if you if you have a real person that speaks Hebrew with that accent, each letter that they say in the Hebrew alphabet, as they say it, is formed through somatics on that plate through the vibration. Wow. If that isn't proof, I don't know what is, but to go beyond that, you have this candlestick that was uh, a holy, considered a holy candlestick with seven stems coming off of it, originally used in the tabernacle of Moses, mm -hmm. later on used in the temple uh, or seen in the temple of um, Solomon. But it's called the menorah, okay? When you say menorah, not you, but when somebody that speaks Hebrew with the Hebrew accent says menorah through somatics, it literally forms that candlestick on the plate through the sand. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, so, so that to me is God proving to us that his literal word is what forms creation or mm. our reality. 
Yeah, it's interesting how there's a whole lot about the spoken word. God spoke things into existence. There seems to be a creative power there. Uh, but what about, what about humans? What about us? Do we have power, create creativity, power in our words as well? Yeah, we do in in a smaller extent, and that's what we get. You know, when we see these people speaking these words in the Hebrew, and it's actually forming you know, these um, shapes on that plate. So we do have power in our words. And that's also proven through uh, this uh, Japanese doctor that you remember the name of that I didn't. Mm -hmm. But it's also proven through his studies on uh, our thoughts, words, and intent on water molecules. Our thoughts, words, and intent if affect reality itself in a in a much minor way I obviously not like God. We don't have that kind of power. Mm -hmm. But they do affect things. So if you're, you know... If you're with somebody and let's say they have an illness and all you do is speak love to them, that love is literally healing the cells in their body on ways that we don't understand. On the reverse side, if you have somebody that doesn't have an illness and you all you do is speak hate to them, mm -hmm. it's not surprising that they would come down with some kind of illness. Mm -hmm. Well, the Bible does say life and death are in the power of the tongue. So uh, it's like a small rudder steers a big ship and sets on fire the course of nature. So I'm, you know, I, uh, I mind that when I speak my words, you know, then, uh, that there is creative power to, to build up and, or to tear down. And I think, yeah, it's like, like you said, I think it's to a lesser extent, but still, I think it's been proven that if you're a positive person speaking positive things, positive, positive things will happen. And I, I think some people that are caught in a negative lifestyle are always kind of negative. It kind of goes that way. Yeah, it does, you know, and, and what you dwell on, you know, and what your thoughts project actually in a small way manifests itself into our reality. And uh, you see this in so many cases where somebody's positive and they project positivity throughout, you know, that that, that it has an effect on other people as well as their own lives and the same in the, in the reverse with negativity. But um, before we get to the end of this episode... I wanted to, last episode we talked about the first Earth age, how Rahab was destroyed, mm -hmm. and right. that's the planet between Mars and Jupiter, and right. it was dashed asunder, or what mm -hmm. we know today as the asteroid belt, and destroyed in the first Earth age. Right. Well, I wanted to dive into, just, you know, yeah, go um, briefly, go ahead. into some Absolutely. things about that, because this is the hidden history that people don't know about. You and I, we look at things and see things all the time in this um, universe that we currently live in, which is fallen, like I said, in darkness. If you took away the stars at night, we would be in 100% darkness. Because we have stars at night, we're only in 95% darkness. So this is literally an age of darkness or under a curse. But anyway, um, during the first Earth age, the Bible actually says that there were these giant trees there that extended miles into the heavens not like they would make the california redwoods look like toothpicks and and i want to bring this up just to um for thought-provoking material for the okay. audience because yeah. there's so many things that were uh conditioned to believe about our history that are true that weren't and th and they hide this in movies like the avatar and other things but anyway the bible says in isaiah 14 8 even the juniper trees rejoice over you and the cedars of Lebanon, saying, since you have been laid low, no tree, tree cutter comes against us. Now, what this is talking about in Isaiah 14, 8 can be verified the person this is talking about. Who has been laid low here and no tree cutter comes against these giant trees since he's been cast down? Mm -hmm. Well, in the same chapter, 
you drop down to Isaiah 14:12. Remember, we just read some from Isaiah 14:8. So let's mm-hmm. drop down to Isaiah 14:12, and it says, "How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground? Who did weaken the nations?" Mm-hmm. Now, what we need to understand that lightsabers that are depicted in Star Wars are actually the flaming swords of the cherubim from the first Earth Age. It's wow. just the truth hidden in plain sight. They use these flaming swords as a rebellion and attempt to destroy God's creation. Satan and the cherubim under him use these flaming swords to cut down these giant trees. Okay, hmm. now this is what you and I observe today as mesas and buttes around the world and plateaus. Okay, and if you doubt that, all you got to do is go to Mr. M. BB333 on YouTube. That's Mr. M, lowercase r, capital MBB333 on YouTube. And this guy, this guy's not invested in this theory at all. All he's doing is making an an observation from Google Earth. And and what he says is that he found he thinks is an ancient giant tree stump in north central Madagascar by using Google Earth. Mm -hmm. And then what he observes around this. Uh, what looks like a cut off giant tree stump is giant fossilized cedar leaves that you can only see from Google Earth that are 1600 feet long each leaf so this I'm not like blowing smoke here this is actual factual truth Mm -hmm. you can go and identify Mm -hmm. for yourself now to further verify this we have the Devil's Tower. Now, everybody knows what the Devil's Tower right. is. If you've watched uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm-hmm, you've right. seen the Devil's Tower. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a giant butte. I mm-hmm. believe I believe it's in Arizona, but I could be – no, it's in Wyoming. But anyway, um, there was an amazing discovery that was uh, – uh, pertains to the Devil's Tower, one of these giant ancient – what I would say are ancient tree stumps. Mm-hmm. And this is from Casper Planet on Facebook. And and trust me, they're doing their best through fact check and through Snopes to try to debunk this, but all they're feeding you is disinformation because they never want people to discover our true history. But what this says is that there was a huge startling discovery that has been made at the Devil's Tower in Wyoming. Scientists from the Wyoming State Parks Department were conducting photographic seismic readings below the tower when they discovered an incredibly large petrified root system below the tower. The Parks Department released a statement saying, we have discovered what looks like a giant root system stemming from the base of the Devil's Tower. The root system has been measured at four miles deep and seven miles wide. We are currently conducting studies and tests to confirm that this is actually a root system and not a coincidence. Hmm. Yeah, I, I did know something about that. And, and really, some of those buttes, like you're describing, look like fossilized trees. And then, of course, there's that thing with the, there's a whole kind of genre called mud men or mud something, mud fossils. Right. That, yeah, exactly. That show, I mean, mud fossils. Yeah, they're, they're clearly uh, animals, women, I mean, all kind of tree stumps. I mean, something was here. That was pretty large in our history, Tracy. No, no, they're they're titans of the first Earth Age is actually what they are. Other than the ancient giant trees, there were these titans of the first Earth Age. Now, if you don't understand, okay, well, if these things were organic in the first Earth Age, why are they fossilized rock now? Well, what did I say earlier in the episode? The first Earth Age was destroyed by a universal flood. Mm -hmm. Petra, Mm -hmm. you know, when things get petrized. 
It's through um, water. It's through flooding mud and water. This is why these things you know, are petrified in our current Earth age. And that gives an explanation for that. Now, you, there's also an explanation for these titans in the first Earth age. And it has something a direct connection to the uh, up to 40-foot giants in our current Earth age that happened because of the rebellion of angels and the commingling with the daughters of men. Only this goes back to the first Earth Age and what happened to the immortal sons of God, the congregation of the church that Lucifer wanted to sit on top of that actually sided with Lucifer and rebelled at that time. Like Solomon says, there's nothing new. Everything repeats itself. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened in the days of Noah actually occurred in a much bigger way in the first Earth Age, which explains these petrified titans that look like mountains and different rock formations that we see today. And unfortunately, uh, Daniel, that's going to have to be another episode. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wow. What, what, what timing and what awesome information. Once again, Tracy Yates, I appreciate you coming on the Edge broadcast. Any final thoughts you'd like to say before we log off? Like I always say, I encourage people to do their own research. Don't take my word for anything. But, you know, that being said, like I've said before, don't do your research on YouTube or Google because YouTube owns Google or vice versa. Actually, Google owns YouTube. And um, these are bought and paid for by the extreme left. And they obviously censor, if anything, gets too extreme. Like I said, Daniel, I hope this episode doesn't get censored. But anyway, so go on DuckDuckGo.com if you want to look up literal information that would be uh, you know, on score with what you'd find at at uh, Google only give you both sides of the story and then go to bitshoot.com if you want to look up videos and things that are actually going to be there that pertain to both sides of the story because YouTube won't give you that no. and and research this for yourself and you're going to find out if you if you go back and listen to this video over that Daniel and I just had and look at the details of what I said and type them in you're going to find out this stuff is actually true and it's going to blow your mind hmm. awesome Okay, uh, Tracy Ace, I've got a I've got a link in our bio on you for your uh, your uh, YouTube channel and uh, how people can get your books. I appreciate you coming on the Edge broadcast, Tracy. Can we have you on again sometime? Yeah, definitely, Daniel. Let's do it again in another nine months, and we'll uh, cover some uh, more amazing uh, subject matter. Okay. All right, my friends, stay safe where you are, and keep on researching. Thank you. You bet.